Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is June 5th, and we will be reading paragraphs 1216 through 1222. And today is the Feast of St. Boniface. Uh, we are continuing our section on the first sacrament of the seven sacraments, the sacrament of baptism. So, uh, spe and specifically, we're talking about uh, what is the uh, what is the sacrament called, and then we'll start with uh, the bapti baptism and the economy of salvation today. So we begin in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This bath is called enlightenment because those who receive this catechetical catechetical instruction are enlightened in their understanding having received in baptism the word, the true light, that enlightens every man. The person baptized has been enlightened. He becomes a son of light. Indeed, he becomes light himself. Baptism is God's most beautiful and magnificent gift. We call it gift, grace, anointing, enlightenment, garment of immortality, bath of rebirth, seal, and most, pre most precious gift, it is called gift because it is conferred on those who bring nothing of their own. Grace, since it is given even to the guilty. Baptism, because sin is buried in the water. Anointing, for it is priestly and royal, as are those who are anointed. Enlightenment, because it radiates light. Clothing, since it veils our shame. Bath, because it washes and seal, as it is our guard and the sign of God's lordship. Roman numeral two, baptism and the economy of salvation. Prefigurations of baptism in the Old Covenant. In the liturgy of the Easter Vigil, during the blessing of the baptismal water, the church solemnly commemorates the great events in salvation history that already prefigured the mystery of baptism. Father, you give us grace through sacramental signs, which tell us of the wonders of your unseen power. In baptism, we use your gift of water, which you have made a rich symbol of the grace you give us in this sacrament. Since the beginning of the world, water, so humble and wonderful a creature, has been the source of life and fruitfulness. Sacred scripture sees it as overshadowed by the Spirit of God. At the very dawn of creation, your spirit breathed on the waters, making them the wellspring of all holiness. The church has seen in Noah's Ark a prefiguring of salvation by baptism, for, for by it a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water. The waters of the great flood, you made a sign of the waters of baptism that make an end of sin and a new beginning of goodness. If water springing up from the earth symbolizes life, the water of the sea is a symbol of death, and so can represent the mystery of the cross. By this symbolism, baptism signifies communi communion with Christ's death. But above all, the crossing of the Red Sea, literally, literally the liberation of Israel from the slavery of Egypt, announces the liberation wrought by baptism. 
You freed the children of Abraham from the slavery of Pharaoh, bringing them dry shod through the waters of the Red Sea to be an image of the people set free in baptism. Finally, baptism is prefigured in the crossing of the Jordan River by which the people of God received the gift of the land promised to Abraham's descendants, an image of eternal life. The promise of this blessed inheritance is fulfilled in the new covenant. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.